Good morning. Welcome to You've Got Kids. I'm Anya and today we are doing things a little bit different uh, because of the circumstances that we're in. I am recording from my home and today I asked my husband uh, Seamus to do the podcast with me because Seamus is a school teacher and I just was thinking about all the parents out there who are probably a bit worried about school and homework and the leaving cert and junior cert and everything else. So um, say hello, Seamus. Hello. So um, just to go over a couple of tips, I suppose, for students who are worried about doing their leaving cert or just general homework. I know an awful lot of parents are kind of a bit worried about using online devices now and there's anxiety around that. What, what have you taken from this? I suppose it's trying to keep kids busy. I have a leaving cert history class and I asked them how are they getting on and they told me that they seem to be getting they're more busy than when they were in school because I suppose a lot of teachers would be giving them work from at home and we're using Google Classroom and in terms of it, if we take maybe split the two up so I'm teaching secondary school we take leaving cert kids as well at this stage we probably would have been pretty much close to finishing off the course a lot of subjects so it'll be a lot of revision so there's plenty of work to be done and to be going back over material from last year, from fifth year, which now that they're a bit older, they're a bit more mature and they probably can access that material a bit more easy. I just noticed that like a few of my own relatives did have that, you know, anxiety just around probably using the online forums and getting the work to them. Uh, obviously, these are extraordinary times that we're living in. And I suppose people are probably anxious in general about this coronavirus. But um, I know you yourself, you, you're very good with computers and stuff like that. And I think it's been helpful for me being able to leave the house and bring the kids for a short walk or a bit of fresh air and kind of getting out of your hair. So it is a bit of a struggle on teachers too to kind of get that time to do that as well, isn't it? Yeah, you have to adapt to the way you're, you're working, I suppose. And would you prefer to be working at home and teaching the class or in the classroom? Obviously, you'd prefer to be in front of the kids teaching. But just on your point there on using online stuff as well i suppose like anything like the internet is a tool and there is a certain amount of monitoring that would be needed with, with kids because it's easy to get distracted you know if they're using their phone to do work um to look up something all the other apps are on the phone so it's very easy to get to get distracted and something that would usually take maybe half an hour can end up taking an hour or an hour and a half because you're distracted by by the internet which is very easy to, to do yeah, that's actually a very good point because even with ourselves here and I know our children aren't leaving cert or junior cert at primary level and there's parents even kind of worried about, you know, am I doing enough with them? And um, it's handy knowing that there are useful apps out there like we've found a few ourselves um, and uh, YouTube videos like myself sitting down with the kids the other day and watching YouTube cartoon and it was all about Tutankhamun and the pyramids and Egypt and you know the the fun thing about YouTube is that they're still learning and they're they're being educated but they're having fun would you agree yeah like I always give the analogy YouTube is like the printing press it's the same effect so when Johan Gutenberg came out with the printing press and information now could be printed faster but a lot easier YouTube is very similar like it's the most used search engine on the internet the fact that there's just so much material there sometimes i think that can be the most daunting thing for parents that maybe aren't up to speed on the kind of tech side of things is like where to start so for primary and post-primary SchoolNet is very good resources it's kind of it's vetted we'll say and fine-tuned 
and has suggestions then for each t- subject. So that's really good. What's um, that called again? Just say Skullnet. So S C O I L N E T. Brilliant resource. And then obviously depending on the school, I'm sure the kids certainly in secondary school are getting bombarded with uh, with information. But there, in terms of history, there's some great YouTube channels which are good for junior cert up to leaving cert between two world wars was one that was actually suggested by a student that I teach and I have to say I'm really enjoying watching it myself. There's a short enough video, maybe five, six minutes on the Spanish influenza, which is a uh, was really interesting. We were two of two of us watched that and learned learned a lot watching it. Yeah, that. yeah, I was just gonna say that like uh the funny thing is about when you're homeschooling and you're teaching your kids, you're actually learning quite a lot yourself, aren't you? Yeah, and you're involved. Well, you're brainier than me, but I'm learning a lot, I should say. And I suppose as well, mixing it up, I suppose, with fun activities for the kids. Like I've been doing a bit of baking, a bit of air, getting them out for walks. Uh, we're going to work on our little Easter table now, like we did last year. That's that's my plan anyway. So um, any useful apps in particular that you want to kind of, you know, get out there? Yeah, certainly. Um, Khan Academy is really good. So it's uh, K-H-A-N. And on that, that, that covers, it's a, based on the American system where you have, you know, uh, preschool and, and high school and stuff like that. But you, you'll figure it out. It goes in, in the levels. You'll see which one. And it has lots of great material, you know, maths, geography. Obviously, the history ones probably lean a bit more towards American history. But uh, that's a brilliant resource. And just trying to think, are there any other ones? There's a list then on, it's PDST. That's the an organization for resources for secondary skills. That's also an excellent one. In general, like if they have schoolwork, what we what we do is we give them our own kids a bit of schoolwork and then we do a bit of homeschooling. And homeschooling is great because they kind of leave the learning. You know, you ask them, what would you like to learn, learn about today? And you're giving them an opportunity to kind of whatever. Yeah. Something that they have an interest in and, and that they, they're kind of leading the interest. And it, if one thing, this whole whatever you want to call it, crisis or lockdown has shown is that there are benefits to homeschooling as well. And I think a lot more people will probably be considering homeschooling as well. Absolutely, because even one of ours is um, very, very uh, <laughs> difficult in school. And I find even though we're kind of learning how uh, how difficult she can be for a teacher, I suppose, as well, because um, she's a great kid, but... Uh, she does not like skill. She if, if there's something that she's not interested in, she just, it's boring. I don't want to do it. So I suppose with us mixing it up and kind of saying to her, like I've been saying to her, right, Avian, here's the stuff you have to do. They're important. We all have things in life that we don't like doing, but they have to be done. I said, like, for instance, the, the handwriting book and the math, she's giving it, you know, giving it her best, but at the same time, she's fighting us on it. And she's quite good at maths. That's the funny thing about her. She just finds it very boring. I found when I was saying to her, look, there's certain things that we have to do with like handwriting. I said, because if we can't do have ha, nice handwriting, I said, how are you going to write a letter? Or, you know, if you're writing something, somebody needs to understand what you're writing. I explained it to her that way. Like there's things that we have to do because we need those skills in life. And then there's things that we have an interest in. I said, if you do the things you have to do, then we can do the things you actually want to do. 
So I think that's kind of getting around her as well, but mixing it up as well. I went out to Smith when we were told that, you know, we were going to be in the houses and to isolate and because we're all asthmatic in this house. So I was extra cautious that I didn't want to be going back and forward to shop. So I, when I went out to Smith's and I bought all those games, I bought um, just for the listeners, I bought like a mathematics game. I bought um, some word games. I bought Discover Ireland and Discovery Europe. And these are all very good ways of teaching the kids as well as them having fun. Like, but even if you have games like Bob Boggle or Scrabble, there's different ways that you can teach kids without them even knowing that they're learning, that they're almost, almost without them knowing that they're being skilled, if you want to say. And that's what I think anyway. Yeah, especially having that one-to-one thing, which you probably wouldn't get in in a classroom of 20 or 30 kids. Um, you can see the, the the younger two, the two young lads, having they're getting great crack out of that maths game where you, they have to match up the numbers to how many characters are on the page. They're loving that. Yeah. I suppose another topic around this uh, for, I suppose, parents who are anxious, I suppose, probably just advising them to relax and not to be too worried, but at the same time, keeping on top of things and making sure that they're getting some of the learning in, would you say? Yeah, it would definitely tie in with if they have a year ahead or a class teacher. I'm sure there's an email address um, on our own school because you're going to get the usual, you know, a few students that will be shirking to work or trying to avoid doing it. So it's a good idea to get in contact with the principal just to double check that they are getting work on or receiving it because few people can fall through the cracks. And it's important, I suppose, at this stage keep them occupied especially now that we're into the next stage where it's we're in lockdown so they can't go out at all yeah and trying to keep them um busy enough i suppose and working away like the leaving cert it looks like more than likely we'll go ahead but who knows we don't we don't know what's going to happen there they've already cancelled the oral exams and the practicals but um yeah it's very interesting times and it can be stressful as well i suppose if you're doing your leaving cert you know it's a massive thing like you know your CAO points you know whether you want to go to college or, or whether you're not so be understanding that if you have a kid doing the leaving cert that they might look like it but in short it's stressful enough yeah and and also what I was thinking of is all the kids that are leaving this year and they're after spending six years with their peers or if you have a primary school child who's uh, in sixth class for confirmation this year Thereafter, probably, I don't know if any of the confirmations were missed out on. Um, I'm sure it was very different because March, isn't that the confirmation month? And they're the exciting things like when you're, you know, when you get into sixth class, you're doing your confirmation and you, it's the last year you're saying goodbye to some of your friends because they're moving on to different secondary skills. And then for the Leaving Cert students as well, it's the last year that they get to spend with some of their friends who have to spend six years or more because some have done primary and secondary together. So you would feel it for them as well. They're probably anxious about not seeing their friends again and um, because a lot of people are saying, we don't know how long this is going to go on for. This could well be a two two week. It could be six weeks. We don't know. Could We could be stuck in all summer. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for your sake that I'm not. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I had to throw that in there. And, uh, but, it is. That's the reality of it. We don't know what's going to happen. And I like the silence. <laughs> Threat noted. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it, that's the thing. Like, it's just we're going to have to adjust the way we do things. Um, I think it, it, it does put into question 
an overall theme or an overall thing is like how we go about our daily lives like one thing i've noticed that you know i've never seen as many people out walking or spending family time together and, and i know obviously there's a lot of negatives or people it's a very serious thing happen at the moment it's a pandemic and there's people dying but i suppose the old saying is what's it uh some good comes out of ill wind or no ill wind blows or whatever the saying goes and in terms of education and stuff like that it does go to show that you can combine like it doesn't have to be always sitting in the classroom and chalk and talk and the new junior cert for example is trying to get away from that and trying to put the onus more on the students and we're going to find out i suppose in a couple of years how successful that is you know i'm hoping that it is like big changes to the way where teachers are teaching and there's been a lot of adjustments in schools and i suppose you know kids need to know and parents need to know that this is new as well for teachers you know to be giving classwork completely online um and it's a challenge it's a massive challenge especially for older teachers that wouldn't be maybe as, as tech savvy as some of the younger teachers you know it's not an age it's common to just wouldn't be using it as much yeah. and i suppose if the students recognize that as well like for example i gave a work on Khan academy and it was my first time using it and it went pear-shaped so i had to tell the class look at i'm this is my first time using this as well we're going to scrap that and we're going to start again and I suppose at least then they get get to see that, you know, it's not always, you know, it's not always going to be perfect and that I'm learning and they're learning at the same time. But um, it's shown that there's lots of opportunities in terms of education, like from primary school up. And I, I think, you know, in terms of homeschooling and stuff like that, it was something we've talked about a lot. You know, it's kind of given us a, a good look at that and an opportunity to, to do those kind of things. Yeah, and an idea of how it works and um, how it might not work as well. Like we can see the pros and cons, I suppose, um, of uh, of both, I suppose. And um, the other thing is is um, exercise as well for the kids. There's a couple of you know because now a lot of particularly people who are in flats or apartments. I mean, we're lucky we have a big back garden, but not everyone is as lucky to have that space. Now I know we can get out to a two kilometer. Uh, radius but uh, a lot of people don't um live near parks or forests close enough that they can just bring the kids for a quick walk or a quick jog so i think we just have to be mindful of um that and say that there's also a couple of exercise apps i know there's a couple of these fitness gurus uh one of them is that guy joe wicks is it the body coach but um i know he's doing like a nine o'clock show every morning on YouTube, I think it's live for kids kind of get their exercise in, and I'm sure there's probably other other um, fitness gurus out there doing the same thing. So I suppose it's trying to just make the best of a bad situation because um it's not nice being stuck in, and um I suppose we can thank all the people who weren't taking this serious <laughs> for our full lockdown because you know um fresh air and walks was okay but some people probably took that to the to the limits and just forgot that they weren't on holidays and weren't really taking it serious so um but now we have to deal with the reality the reality is we are on lockdown and i suppose it's just making the best of the situation at the moment so far we haven't killed each other yeah thankfully i'm here i'm testament to that <laughs> you can hear my voice but i but you're, you're dead right, I suppose. The exercise thing is a massive thing because if you're cooked up in a house all day and not getting out under fresh air, and we're, we're lucky at the moment that the weather is kind of picked up gradually. Like, you imagine now if it was 
real stormy wet weather like everyone would be miserable so yeah you know routine i think is the is the best way to go with this like getting to do a bit of work in the morning you know break it up out out in the air as much as they can you know while keeping the social distancing and all and stuff like that and maintaining the rules i will say and certainly for mental health reasons it, you know it's very important to get out of the house you know and if you don't live beside a park there's nothing stopping you walking around the house in the state either you that's know? true like a half hour walk is is solid exercise you know yeah you can't go wrong with that half hour walk every day or every second day yeah and i suppose um just on a final note for students who are probably listening to this um what what advice would you give them one final piece of advice before we end this show <laughs> look there's a, there's a trade-off here on one hand you're not you're not in school so you're not getting that one-to-one um we'll say tuition if you have a question but i'm more than certain that your teachers are contactable you probably have their email address and you can send them ask some questions and i would take advantage of the time you have off and start going back over stuff from fifth year um now is a perfect opportunity and there's tons of stuff up online um for anyone doing their research project for for history i think dit put all their their material online um tagus as well is a great website for historical stuff and actually if you're looking for stories or stuff to do with kids young kids you're looking for local history you have to tagus.ie they've troves of material like i'm pretty sure you might be able to find a letter written from the time of the famine to see how that those people dealt with it so there's great opportunities to bring let's say history alive and some of the, the more arty stuff like music and stuff like that a lot alive great opportunity for musicians out there to practice away without wrecking everyone's head especially hopefully you don't play the banjo or the island pipes or something like that doing everyone's head in <laughs> the poor neighbors yeah the poor neighbors but um, just just on that point, like make the most of it. You know, it's unprecedented. You know, it's a long time since something like this has happened. But we put it into context. Um, the Spanish influenza pretty much happened just at the tail end of World War One, and it'd be something similar to having six out of a class of thirty in every class in school dying. Like that's how that's how bad that was between the war and between the Spanish influenza spreading. Um, affected millions and millions of people so hopefully things don't get as bad as, as that yeah please god uh all we can do is wait and see um i think for us we have our fate so that's helpful for us and uh hopefully this uh has eased a lot of uh worries for people um as we said mixing it up doing a bit of art uh have a bit of fun with the learning youtube videos plenty of apps um and reach out to your teachers. That's what we're saying, isn't it? Yeah. And not and not to worry too much because again we are in extraordinary times and we're all human and we all understand that, you know, not everyone is um good with technology as well. Like Yeah, myself. we're all we're all in this together. We're all in this together. So that's it today from um myself and my lovely husband Seamus on You've Got Kids. Um join us next time. Uh, we don't know what the next episode is going to be about, but I'm sure it will be a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Abbas, man.